Welcome back to Coffee with Innovate Finance, a podcast series where we're speaking with experts from the industry on the changing face of financial services and the future of fintech and financial innovation. I am Rashi Pandey, Head of Partnerships and Growth, and I'm very pleased to welcome Richard Prime, who's the co-founder and CEO at Sonovate. So Sonovate provides tech-driven finance for the global contingent workforce. It's created to make it easier for businesses as well as individuals to run and manage their working lives. So thank you so much for joining us today, Richard. Lovely to be here. Thank you. Thank you so much. So Richard, tell me a little more about yourself. The inception of Sonovate was almost around 11 years ago now. So how did that come about and what problem are you really trying to solve at Sonovate? Yeah, thanks. Um, so Damon and I, um, my co-founder and I were previously to Sonovate working at a large recruitment firm um, prior to setting up Sonovate. Um, and we basically left to start up basically providing technology uh, platform for um, recruitment agencies that were starting up. Um, and in 2015, we basically pivoted to focus on providing the technology with funding embedded into the workflow, which Sonovate is basically known for now. Um, we we kind of feel that we uh, uh, we were in the world of embedding finance back in 2015 when it wasn't really an exciting sort of uh, sector as it, as it is now. Um, so we, we saw an opportunity to provide a far better solution for the recruitment agencies and the banks, making it easier and fast for businesses to get funding. So we built Sonovate as a tech first solution to integrate easily with their other existing platforms that they were using. Um, in 2018, uh, we expanded to helping fund consultancies and labour marketplaces, which were growing very rapidly. Um, and today we're able to provide funding um, or funding and our technology workflow via, via our platform. So the problem we're solving is access to tech first business finance, um, as we feel, delivered at the point of, of need, which is which is key yeah. for the customers. Um, so we're, we're giving companies of all size from startups to enterprise access to uh, fast and flexible uh, tech driven finance for their uh, for the global contingent workforce. So yeah. it, it, it boosts their cash flow, uh, unlocks their working capital to ensure they can pay contractors and freelancers on time, um, which is obviously key to the entire ecosystem. No, that's that's wonderful. Uh, thank you. Thank you for that. So you recently also launched a report on the future world of work, where you interviewed around, you know, 23 thought leaders and surveyed over 500 businesses and 4,000 individuals. And of course, I believe that's quite important right now because of, you know, the pandemic and COVID, how it has accelerated, you know, the work from home thing. So what are your key findings of your future world of work report? And can you know, you know, please share that with us, including some stats? Yeah, sure. Thank you. So we're launching the report uh, later this week at the London Stock Exchange. It's been an exciting initiative for us where we've been interviewing thought leaders across sort of all sectors, fintech, financial services, staffing, labour markets, even sort of technology and, and government. And we found there were you know, several key findings, but I'll just focus on the three main ones here. Um, flexible working is for sure here to stay. I, th I think in some ways stating the obvious there. Um, and since the market is talent driven, companies that don't adopt their approach will lose out on the fight for talent. Um, yes. We sort of, we, sorry, we, we noted 
Over 50% of 18 to 34-year-olds warn that the talented young people won't be willing to join organisations unless they're offering um, flexibility in the way they choose to work. So that's very much a strong voice that was coming out. Um, another key one, freelancers and contract workers accelerated um, as yeah. a result of the pandemic, um, and it's growing very quickly. 55% of UK businesses already seeing a greater proportion of their workforces becoming freelancers and contractor-based. Yeah. And maybe a sort of third one would be um, that a lot of these businesses aren't necessarily set up for the challenges or, and, and the access to funding uh, to be able to maximise the opportunity of increasing their freelancer and contractor workforce. Yeah. So um, that's something that they're going to need to work um, through. Um, over a third of them said that they were actually holding off on taking on um, some areas of contract workers just because they weren't in a position to be able to sort of fund them on a on the frequency required and and he's equally on the worker side they're finding that um, the feedback suggesting that they are very uh, mindful of of uh, making sure that the company that they go to work for um, has a proven track record and the ability to payment on pay them on time because that's often one of their biggest headaches wow wow so quite a few trends sitting in there um i am actually quite surprised about the contractors uh, piece as well um so what do you think are the most you know exciting trends for the future world of work so in addition to the three i've already mentioned um i think we would sort of say more flexible and hybrid working um i mean if we think about it just you know the idea of a company who historically would have had sort of talent pools and often searching for that talent, you know, you know, connected to the location of their offices. Suddenly that that's changed somewhat. So we found this leads to a more diverse workforce and removes geographical barriers to opportunities and talent. Um, you know, and I think we're seeing this work. Um, this is working help to enable more people to join the workforce while accommodating to their individual needs. Maybe that's, you know, childcare, disabilities, uh, mental health and, and a better work-life balance. Um, I think another key statistic that came out was that 43% of respondents to the survey um, said that working from home has enabled them to achieve a much better work-life balance. Um, and it's also opened up many roles to global talent and removed the traditional um, barriers. So uh, that's been a key trend. Um, I think another one for us is that tech is playing such a pivotal role in supporting um, this shift. Um, I think you've got um, if you think about um, what's happening from just the finding and the, and the recruiting of talent and how people are thinking about culture and workforce performance, technology is playing a fantastic role in enabling all of us to feel like we can feel part of a company still, uh, but yet work remotely. Um, and equally, you know, businesses like Sonovate that are, you know, embedding finance and those solutions into uh, into that process um, is enabling um, there to be solutions to provide for payments or whether it's working capital finance across that across that new world of working. Okay, I mean, I, I do agree with the hybrid approach. I think we're seeing quite a few fintech companies taking that on, including sure. us as well. And agree, yeah, it's, it's about talent, right? Uh, you want to keep them, you respect their boundaries as well, um, you know, their work-life balance, etc. Um, so yeah, hopefully, hopefully, um, we'll see more of that. So yeah, and what we're and what we're even seeing there as well, Rashi, is just you know, companies now even 
expanding their thinking you know outside of kind of their you know going and looking at talent internationally rather than just in country and again there's some fantastic solutions that are enabling people to curate workforces you know on a kind of much wider footprint so it's just spreading out the search for talent and I think it's a it's a really interesting um, you know changing environment at the moment. No I couldn't I couldn't agree with you more but then you know when we talk about the future world of you know, work, how will it be financed? And what do you think are the key challenges and opportunities for SMEs seeking access to finance, you know, for both contractors and freelancers, especially? So, you know, when we think about how will the future world of work be financed, I think the key thing that we feel is that um, people are going to embed financial services across this ecosystem um, and ultimately provide the solutions at the point of need. you know, as discussed, there are challenges for businesses um, seeking to access finance and wanting to pay freelancers and contractors quickly, um, as well as for workers wanting to, to be paid on time. Um, it's a key thing. And, and a lot of us, you know, know and hear about even things like, you know, early pay and earned pay and advanced pay and, and people wanting access to be able to you know, get their pay as soon as a shift has been completed um, is, is going to be key. Um, and I think the opportunity lies in tech first financing, lending as a service and providing it frictionless, friction free um, uh, to a lot of these tech businesses who are just going to um, embed it into the user journey and the uh, in the flow of their customer needs. Mm-hmm. And I think that's key to how we see it progressing. And how do you think, you know, fintech is transforming the future world of work and finance, especially, you know, digital platforms? And, you know, you mentioned embedded finance as well and open APIs. Yeah, so I, th- I think certainly what we feel is that, you know, fintech is an overarching thing. I think it's just, it, it, as, as we mentioned, it's it's really thinking about the customer first and that user experience and how they can, uh, you know, curate these products that are just going to add value um, to the particular sectors that they focus in. I think the the idea of, of you know, just finance and finance products being these sort of standalone items that sit there as a kind of third party to the whole kind of day-to-day needs and the working lives of these of these businesses, I think is a thing of the past. Um, and I think you know fintech is joining up you know traditionally fragmented data. If you think about it in our sector, you know you've got incredible data starting even from things like payroll, worked hours, even future shifts and those types of things to enable people to curate great products um, to you know to release uh, you know the best offering to the customers there. So I think fintechs are doing a great job there. Um, and I think this open APIs and embedded finance um, are enabling non-financial businesses to provide that seamless um, access to service and drive engagement in their own apps. So such as payments and lending, making it easier and simpler for users to access the services at the point of need. No, perfect. You've described it very well and couldn't agree more You know, with the fact that fintechs are doing really well in that arena. So how about you guys? Uh, you know, what's new at Sonowate? Any upcoming and, you know, exciting projects or news that you can share with us? Uh, thank, thank you. Yeah, thanks for asking. So, yeah, there's, there's been an awful lot going on. Uh, earlier this year, we were actually predicted to become the first fintech unicorn in Wales um, by a UK oh, government yeah. digital economy council and deal, deal room. So we've got a lot to do. Um, we've won a few uh, nice awards uh, in September. So we won the TR Deloitte Talent Tech Scale Up uh, Award and we won Finance Awards Wales Fintech Company of the Year. So there's lots of exciting things that are happening um, on the ground. Uh, in October, we announced that we'd surpassed two billion of funding 
um, following our customers into 40 countries um, wow. and you know, we've paid over 30,000 workers, um, contractors and freelancers um, through that journey. So there's been a lot going on, but maybe maybe it's something that's not so well known, but we're super excited about is that we've just launched our API first funding platform into beta. And what's that uh, enabling us to provide even faster, more flexible funding on demand uh, and yeah. enabling businesses to uh, power lending as a service um, and sort of automated services in their apps with our APIs um, and the sort of key things that it's enabling our partners to do is to get instant funding decisions and credit limits, uh, variable advance rates on, on funding um, and uh, enhanced reporting capability. So that's a really exciting um, piece of work that we've been uh, working on over the last uh, 12 months. So delighted to get that to market um, and we'll be hearing more about that um, as it goes fully live. That's amazing. I mean, I was going to come and ask you about COVID-19, but it seems like you guys have been very busy and doing really well. So well done, you know, to you and the team. Thank you very much. <laughs> but I will still come back to the global pandemic, you know, that we are facing right now. I mean, clearly you guys have had a very positive impact on business, but can you, you know, just share with us how did it impact yourselves? And, you know, were there certain trends you saw last year and, you know, have the trends evolved as the pandemic has evolved? Yeah, so during the pandemic, our, you know, like a lot of businesses, our, our team worked in, incredibly hard. Um, we wanted to ensure that we removed any barriers for growth of our customers and ensure that we were we were there you know releasing their cash flow and providing them with working capital for their businesses um you know it was super challenging times for everybody um and you know it was the same in the sort of staffing recruitment world um but what was you know a key thing for us is that there were over 500 new businesses that were set up uh, on sonovate's platform since the start of 2020 so Although there was a lot of challenging things happening, we were still able to onboard and uh, open up our solution to over 500 new startups during that period. So that was that was the kind of you know, you know challenging moments as things were changing. But what we saw um, uh, once the world really started to reopen was the the hiring demand just was was just booming, and it's carried on ever since. Um, there's been such a high demand. Um, from both sort of recruitment businesses, consultancies, digital labour markets um, have been super, super busy. So the demand for talent is out there. Um, we've seen also uh, significantly longer contracts, which is interesting. Um, so almost a 50 percent increase in the length of those placements um, in the first six months of 2021. So obviously people are finding the talent and then they're, they're looking to sort of secure them and keep them on board for longer. Um, and we're now seeing that contract to freelance placements can transcend, transcend traditional geographies, as we mentioned before. So um, just that kind of remote and disparate working uh, world is certainly happening. And, you know, we're trying to support our customers that are that are supporting that new change. Of course. And have there been any learnings on both, you know, a professional and a personal level? <laughs> Lots, almost too many. I like, I like uh, how you laugh. Sure. Yes. Yeah, sure. absolutely. Um, look, I think we, you know, as a, as a lending business, we, you know, we needed to make sure we sort of tightened up our, our kind of risk metrics and understand that um, we were going into a challenging time to make sure that we could continue to provide funding um, and be supportive of our customers through that period of time. So we had to 
we had to just make sure that was correct. Um, you know, this is, uh, you know, it was it was just a key part of what we had to do. Um, it also, you know, from our perspective, our team were fantastic. We, you know, like everybody else, we ended up having to do the quick work from home, but a really collaborative culture that we'd built. Um, we worked really, really closely as a team uh, to make sure that we could continue to provide our solutions for our customers. And probably just on a, on a personal level, it was, you know, just, you know, I think realizing that there's this uh, constant demand for work but if you can try to figure out that work-life balance um, even the even in the demands of, of, of you know scaling a business um, you know and try to try to stick to those values and lead by example I think it's super important and it and it sort of feeds down through the team and tries to keep everybody as healthy and focused as we possibly can. I love how you said, you know, like lead by example as well. That is so, so important, I think, as well. No, that's Absolutely. wonderful. That's wonderful. I mean, I've had um, several personal and, you know, professional learnings as well with COVID-19. Absolutely, yes. So, Richard, before I let you go, you know, thank you so much for sharing, you know, all your developments, you know, how it has been at Sonovate and um, especially about, you know, COVID and, and how well you guys are doing. Um, so before I let you go, can I ask you, if you had to share one piece of advice for a FinTech CEO right now, what would it be? Oh, good question. Um, okay, so I definitely, um, particularly when we think about this fight for talent, I would definitely focus on your core strategy and culture as you grow. Um, yeah. I think we really feel a strong culture with clear values um, that are expressed across the team is crucial to attract and retain your talent, especially in this new flexible kind of hybrid um, world of work. I think that's that's really really important. Um, can I add a second one in? Is that is that okay? Yes, that's all right. <laughs> Ace, yeah. So uh, and look, I think we're super excited about the the embedded finance world, and as and we see this as um, an enormous global trend and incredibly exciting opportunity. I think it opens up a world of possibilities for non-financial businesses and offers huge potential for financial inclusion. Um, so I think embedded finance, um, if you're in fintech, is a, a key area for folks to, to be aware of and thinking about their strategy in that space. Fair enough. Not to be ignored. Not to be ignored. No, thank you so much, Richard. Um, you know, yes, culture, strategy, so important. And thank you so much for speaking with us today. Uh, thanks very much for having me. Really nice to be connecting. Likewise, likewise. And, you know, here's more power to you and to the team at Sonovate. And, you know, may you guys win many more awards in the next season as well. <laughs> we would hope to. Thank you very yes, much. Yes. And to all our listeners, thank you so much once again for tuning into Coffee with Innovate Finance. Do look out for upcoming episodes and follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn for more on our events and programs. As well, if you want to find out more about Sonovate, please check out our website. As always, until next time, take very good care of yourselves and stay safe.